yeah, no, I I do do some of them with other things going on, and some of them I will focus on. I watch I focus on Silent Hill when we do that one. Okay. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to Empty Your Q. Are we doing that? Are we doing that? Is we are that, now. Oh, okay. <laughs> we are now. You guys didn't know. I haven't listened to. We did not do it for Hocus Pocus. Oh, really? No. That was the first one. No, but Katarina dropped. No, the first one was Dracula 2000. Oh. Katarina dropped. Oh, you a, did do it in that one. She dropped a really good um, Bette Midler impression in the middle of that episode. Oh. So that okay. was that was cool. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. It was unexpected. Just all these impressions. That's what we're about here at the Heifer Brew Podcast uh, family. That's it. As long, if we can get some good impressions. There's three of us, but hey. Hey. <laughs> We're trying to get more, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> so today, we are talking about arguably uh, the worst movie that my family let me see as a young person. Yeah. This... <laughs> Event Horizon. Yeah. And I honestly... So going back, I don't... Was your... Did your parents watch it with you? No. So I was very much okay. a child of like the, hey, buddy... We're going to the video store. We're going to rent a movie. You pick whatever out you want. And like most of the time I was like, okay. And it was like Congo or RoboCop. Or I really liked RoboCop 3 as a kid. Okay. Rented that all the time. You liked the worst RoboCop as a kid. Yeah. It was and like, like arguably a top 10 worst film ever made. Uh, and yeah. probably the death knell of Frank Miller's career. Continue. Yeah. Yeah. So that... <laughs> um, the uh, the Phantom. I was a big Phantom fan. I love yes, yeah. and I was a big fan Phantom of the Alec lit. Baldwin Shadow. This, sh- this is probably why we're friends. Yeah, probably. That we have these things that I feel like we don't discuss. That we. It's just really it's like, like I had the Shadow board game toy. I had toys. Uh, I had the Phantom toy. I had the ring. That oh, he yeah. had. Oh, I had dude. I had a, a connect. It, uh, we used to go to Royal Video. Oh, okay. And there was like the the lady that worked there loved my cousin and I when we were younger because we would always come in and like hang out and talk and everything. And they'd always like save like, oh, we, we saved a copy of this for you guys. Like, Also, I went to the local video store out here back in the day or something because no one's going to be like. No, no one's going to be like, like, oh, Royal, Royal Video. Oh, oh shit. No, Maybe yeah. a few people listening, but, we're, but uh, we're playing a little too much to a specific audience. But, uh, went to the local video store. Yeah. And then they gave that me that wasn't a blockbuster. They gave me like a a swag bag of of uh, I want to say it was Shadow merch. See those video stores always hook some shit up. Oh yeah, always hook some. We have one out here called Alamo. Well, now you're hook, talking a little too specific. Exactly. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, I liked Alamo too. There was this one uh, in my grandparents' house out in fucking Avocado Heights is like technically the area that they're in, but. It's Montebello, Whittier area. Okay. And these are the same thing. It's like one of those like old school, like Video 94. Exactly. Or, you know, rent, a, rent It Palace or some shit like that. Rent It Palace. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, video Palace. Yeah, I don't know. You, know, yeah, you yeah, get it. A- you know, block hyphen busters. Like that, <laughs> that kind of yeah. what, what Hollywood video uh, grew from. But like they would let me just take video games sometimes like, oh yeah not even because i just roll in there sometimes without my grandparents not really supervised or yeah anything. Like, Here and you go, buddy. like oh okay yeah just take it i know you i know who your grandparents are like yeah take yoshi's island just go play it for a couple so, days so my family we went to this <laughs> video store all the time and when i grabbed event horizon no one said anything well because the cover of this is a space station 
and it's Lawrence Fishburne and Sam Neill. AKA to There's seven-year-old me looking no at this No eyeballless ladies. There's no eyeball stuff. There's no eyeball Just stuff. Just no eye holes. Like, I'm pretty sure the Rick and Morty eye holes joke, the, like, my eye holes mm-hmm. and all that. I, that has to come from Event Horizon. I can't think of another movie where eye holes is such a prominent so story. Prom- like, yeah. eye holes, not eyeballs. The balls have been removed. These are solely the eye holes. So watching this movie was a lot like I knew I was watching something I shouldn't. I was very much like, oh, my God, what is this? Like, I'm, I'm fortunate that I, I had a good upbringing that was like, Hey, these are movies. Movies aren't real. A lot of people really struggle with this. <laughs> you weren't, you weren't like uh, groundskeeper Willie, who thinks exactly. movies are real. Exactly. Yes. So I was I think like, movies are real. <laughs> I watched it just like, oh my god, this is the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. As like an eight year old, I think I was, I think I was eight by the time I finally rented it and saw it. Okay. And I was just, I remember so was being. It, now were you like, oh, it's Doctor Grant? I yeah, so I was that was my that was my why I wanted to see it. I was like, it's got Cowboy Curtis and Doctor Grant on the cover. Okay, see, I wasn't for some reason I just wasn't a huge Cowboy Curtis fan. It was solely like Couchy and the I didn't really like Pee Wee Herman. Okay, so it was like I just I really liked the world of Pee Wee Herman. I just didn't like the humans that operated in it. I guess that's fair enough. But yeah, uh, so but outside was, of the Pee Wee Herman talk, yeah, that's we'll, we'll curb that. But one. was it okay? So but it's Cowboy Curtis and yes, and like you were like, oh, the Jurassic Park guy. Yep. Oh shit, he's in another movie. And I suffice to say, it took about forty minutes for me to be like. What the hell are Cowboy Curtis and Dr. Grant doing? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> Event Horizon. We're, I mean, I think we're probably going to get pretty spoilerish. And I feel like we've probably gone away from what the idea of this podcast was supposed to be. And now we are just talking about these films and our different theories from them. And I think it goes back trivia and, forth. and all stupid stuff like that. I think if it's something that's newer, we do. We try to be um, pretty good about it. But Yeah. Like, uh, like today, I started uh, Emily in Paris. Uh, and I won't be finishing that, and there won't be in <laughs> in November. There won't be an Emily in Paris okay. uh, episode because that is some of the worst television I've ever experienced in my life, and I only watched one episode. Like it was easily hands down some of the worst anything huh. I've had to experience in my life. Well, okay. Um. So, but anyways, so back to Event Horizon. Horizon. Uh, so event horizon, the event, the event horizon is a ship that was designed by Sam Neill to basically tear like, the very fabric of space and time to, in the name of like <laughs> going fast. Yeah. It, <laughs> like, it, he's trying to reach the, the other end of the universe. He's like, how do we reach the other end of the universe faster? Yeah. Well, how do we even reach it? Because I mean, the idea of getting there with. Conventional spaceship yeah, technology is is a lot. Like, and what's funny is that a lot of this is all opening credits, scroll, exposition dump. Yes, it's like the years twenty forty four. The Event Horizon launched eighty years ago. It yeah, has disappeared. Yeah, Doctor Weir made it to try to rip time in half. It wasn't even no. Faster. It's not even eight years ago. It's like three seven. I think is how long it's been gone. It's okay. It's like seven or eight years, and, and they, that's yeah. why it's not like normal space travel, where it's like if they like interstellar style, where McConaughey comes back and his daughter's like a hundred years yeah. old at this point. This is why he's trying to do this. And so McConaughey could have come back and been like, Oh, my daughter, she's still 
She's, only she's still only Jessica oh, Chastain. Yeah, yeah. She's like twenty nine, <laughs> whatever. So you look at that killer McConaughey. No, I can't. I don't think she's I running the gamut of impressions. Drive a Lincoln. No, so, I don't even. I can't do Lincoln. So do so him. they yeah. So the ship is supposed to do this. It disappears completely, and then this all other right, ship. All right, all right, all right. I know. Uh, the Nostromo? No, not the Nostromo. That's no, the it's the Nostromo. Yes. So they're hunted by um, these uh, xenomorphs of sorts on the Nostromo. Oops, it's the Lewis no. and Clark. Yeah, Lewis that's what Clark. it is. Yes. I don't. I don't know. How I forgot that. So they're coming. Back. I don't know how you mistook it for like one of the most famous <laughs> science fiction ships of all time, or horror, or horror science fiction true. horror ships. This is a great debate. Um. Yeah. So the Lewis and Clark gets a uh, a ping from the Event Horizon, ding, ding, ding. and they're like. What? That's odd. This should be and like yeah, they, and Sam Neill's already having like some issues. Yeah, he started off getting some contacts and stuff from the Beyond World. Yeah, he's like seeing visions of his wife, wife with no eyeballs, and he's like, oh, oh no, and like hey, we good news, we found this ship, we're gonna go check it out. Yeah, so they decide, you know what, let's go check it out, and they go over and they they board the Event Horizon, they uh, they find like. A tape that is just screams and guttural. Well, if, no, even before that, they find the tape and it has to be decoded. Right. They like play it and it's not even like gu- it's like you just kind of hear Latin being spoken and like and you hear the Latin and one dude on the ship is like, I fucking know Latin. Jason Isaacs. Yeah. Is like, hey, that means save us. Yeah. They're saying save us. What the hell happened here? And Which then, like. At that point, the red flag is already up. Big twist. Big twist, though. You find out it's not save us. I got to tell you. It's save yourself. It Not only is it save yourself, it's save yourself from hell. Yeah. I, I have to tell you, if I made it out of there alive, if everyone had made it out of there alive, I would never talk to Jason Isaacs again. That care- I'd be like, you're the Latin guy. <laughs> you're the guy in charge of the Latin, and you mistook save us for save yourself, <laughs> yourself from, from hell. hell yeah i get that the tape was in poor condition but buddy <laughs> i need you to be sure before you tell me that yeah like if i'm larry fishburn i'm like okay hey man hey you take ten, you take 10 yeah we'll be back so they they board the ship they like decipher save us so they they board the ship and in in these like stasis pod sectors they're spattered with human sinew and blood and stuff that you're that they just kind of go what happened here they're, yeah they're like well, we got to figure this out yeah and you're like um i humans exploded what does it matter like, what happened here <laughs> yeah like, i don't look at like if i saw if i walked into a room and i saw four stasis pods filled with just blood and guts and like it, this discolored mucus shit i turn right the fuck around and i'm getting back on the lewis and clark and i'm getting the fuck out of dodge yeah so i forgot about this too so they're looking around for survivors and everything and they like the gravity drive kicks on and it sucks one of the dudes in for like five minutes and they pull him back out and he's like catatonic he goes into like oh yeah it's like pulled in and he comes back out and he's just like He's just done for the movie. And you're like, okay, this is another red flag here. Like, Justin's not talking. This is, we should probably, like, look into this a bit more. And, and when he does talk finally, it's like, 
you're all gonna die. Not in only like he, Latin, I think he tries to launch himself out. Like, oh, he successfully does yeah. that. <laughs> he just like yeah. Later, he's he's like possessed or something by so. They doom it up, and they open a portal to hell. Uh, for any of you that has ever played the video game Doom, essentially. Yeah. Uh, so the idea is like the ship <laughs> when it when it activated gravity drive to cut through cut and save time, take the space freeway. It uh, it takes a it rips open detour through hole. hell seemingly. Yeah, it rips open a portal to another dimension that just so happens to be hell. Yeah, and so the ship comes back like real hellified and like haunted. Yes, it definitely comes back with some demon shit going on in it. Some possession type spirit. And then everybody starts seeing things, like, yeah. but it's like hyper specific to them. Yeah. So like one of them is her, her son covered in like blisters and lesions. And yeah. Stuff. Larry Fishburne sees like someone he couldn't save. Yeah. You let us die. Who keeps like, being on fire. Yeah, He's like burnt. He keeps seeing. Yeah. yeah. So they all start seeing, which things. is actually some of the creepier jump scares in it. Oh yeah. As the, the melted dude. Yeah, he's he's good. And then Weir's wife. Yeah, Weir's wife, which you get through the whole thing with just eye holes. Just just, just the eye holes. So it starts to kill people off one by one. Like the lady sees her son, like and she follows <laughs> him. And like she's like, I got I got you. I got this you. This death was I like so she's yeah, she's like running down a corridor trying to grab the sun and she hits the edge of the corridor. And there was a drop, essentially. Oh, yeah. And she falls like 60, 70 feet into the sphere room, like with the the hyperdrive. Into the the, sphere room. Yeah, the hyperdrive, which is where like all the evil's coming from, essentially. Like essentially this this hyperdrive that he invented is like the... the, um, It's become the... Fuck, what are those called? Uh... What the doll in Annabelle is? Oh, a vessel. A vessel. It becomes a vessel for the evil. A conduit. Yes, a conduit. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. It becomes a conduit for a conduit uh, for uh, the evil of hell. Effectively, that's all. Just the evil. Yeah, and uh, so she and she goes running, and she just fucking plummets, and she like explodes in blood. Not not like her body explodes, but like. The blood shoots out of her. She like hits the grate, <laughs> but then she's not dead instantly. Like there's she, water too, so it adds up. to the effect. Yeah. But there's also a ton of blood that like shoots out of her eyes and mouth and like maybe her nipples. Who knows? It's incredible. She yeah. might lactate blood out with a furious jet stream. Like it's really alarming how much blood shoots out of her body without her having to like explode in any way. So before this starts, we're one thing I want to try to go in order because there's so much happening. Well, they kick on the hyperdrive, and so that's what they're like, "Oh, let's restart it." Yep, let's restart the ship because they're like the Lewis and Clark gets damaged, and they're like, "Well, shit, now we got to figure something out. Like, yeah, how are we gonna do this?" So that's when they finally are like, "Hey, we translated the tape. Like everything's decoded. If I- <laughs> let's let's <laughs> let's check this tape out, and okay. then we'll get to the bottom of it." And this is another fucking scene though where they get. They're shown something that is horrifying. And they're all just like, wow, we really got to get to the bottom of this. So, yeah. So they put on the tape 
and it's like a giant blood orgy of People's everyone. Eyeballs are missing. People are like they're, ripping their flesh off. People are ripping their flesh off. They're like fucking decapitated heads, and like, and it's only I, like five seconds. Or it's so like that you it, see. It, it's it's a pretty. It's like a little more than five seconds you get to see. Like it kind of focuses on some stuff of yeah. like. Like they're like doing the tongue, they're like ah, and like they're just covered in blood and, and then missing you get the- skin. And then at the end, there's like, isn't there a dude just on a throne of like fire or something, just sitting? And I think he's the one that says "Liberate Tutume." Yeah, and it's like save yourself from hell. Yeah, Isaac's is like actually that means. Oops, uh, yeah. I messed up. I go- I done goofed, and so, then shit really hits. So the then fan. they're like, oh man, this is not good. We got to get away out of here. <laughs> And the ship at that point is like, hey, we're going to ratchet these visions you're having up yeah. and kill all of you now. And also Sam Neill's now like turning evil slowly. The ship is out like, we're possessing him. Out of nowhere, though. like Really broke him quick. Oh, big time. He has like the vision of his wife with her eyes out. She's just naked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for whatever reason. Multiple times she catches fire. Oh, yeah. they set themselves on fire at the end. That at the end of that blood orgy, isn't that how that ends? Is like them all on fire? And I like, don't remember. I don't uh, think so. I think, or but maybe that was just the fire friend. That's a lot in ten seconds. <laughs> like, hey man, you you get a lot done in ten seconds. But as we'll cover when we ever get to the trivia portion, like any longer, and it would have probably been banned. All right. Like the movie would have not come out at all. I need a uncut <laughs> event horizon. We'll get to that too, because that's a story oh, in itself. Fucking dog. Um. But yeah, so things start popping off. People start dying. This whole time, too, you get this really weird misplaced comedic effect because uh, one of the dudes, Cooper, gets blasted off the ship before everything gets crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he's, like, jetpacking his way back to the event horizon. (laughs) And it's, like, in between, like, the most horrific things you've seen. It cuts to him, like, man, we're going to do it. (laughs) Here we come. Yeah. it, It is... Like the most comedic relief, ninety shit possible. It was incredible. Like it, it is, and, and it's the, it's totally like because Lawrence Fishburne is like the serious black character, but this character is the token black character for sure. Like the, everything he's doing is like what you would imagine that type of character would be doing in the nineties, right? Um, so. And yeah, so it's it, he's yeah he's the comedic effect that they cut to every so often, like. He survives. He does survive. He makes yeah. it back. And so he gets yeah. back and he's like, what the hell happened? Yeah. Yeah. He gets back because he's like floating through space for a while. Could you imagine? So there's a. OK. So the way it shows him floating back, though, to. So it kind of shows him going back to a planet. I thought that, too. And then it's him going back. Because I was like, if this dude hits reentry, he's not living through that. No, nah, come on, man. You're, like, you're underestimating. Like, like I get it. Spacesuits are pretty tough. But reentry of, like, any sort of atmosphere or planet, like, it's you catch fire. Could you imagine, <laughs> though? Like, put yourself in his shoes where you're, like, you've just survived gravity, basically. You're like, oh, my God, I can't believe that nightmare is over. Time to go meet up with my team on the event horizon. I wonder huh? how they're doing. I hope they're doing okay. And then you walk in and Weir's of- got his eyes ripped off. <laughs> the lady is covered like, in blood. He's like flogged himself. He's covered in scars and eyeless. Yeah. Saying things like, now you can see. Or now I can see. Let me show you. You have the girl dead in a pool of blood at the bottom of the sphere room. 
uh, Jason Isaacs, that poor dude, I have a lot of questions about how he dies. How did he die? Oh. So Sam Neill vivisects him. Oh. Like a, like a frog in a science class. And hangs him up over the thing. And Lawrence Fishburne walks in and sees his guts just all over the operating table. Yeah. And that's like one of the most, I think, things that stayed with me the most after I watched this as a kid. Yeah. But it didn't make sense watching it back this time because Lawrence Fishburne is talking to Jason Isaacs and he says, hey, we got to get out of here quick. Don't trust Weir. We got to find him. We got to isolate him and we got to go. And Isaacs is like, okay. And then Fishburne's like, I'm coming to you. Neil finds Isaacs. Fishburne gets <laughs> down to the room where Isaacs would be because he's like one of the medic people. And Isaacs is strung up and completely cut open and vivisected like surgical precision. And it couldn't have been more than like five minutes in time. So I think the devil is <laughs> is swift. He's working through uh, Sam Neill. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so obviously he's got those like Satan superpowers because he fucks up um, when they like fight one on one kind of at the end. Yeah. He like throws his ass around. He throws Lawrence Fishburne's ass around and then Lawrence Fishburne's like, oh, I'm just going to lock you in here and blow this shit up. Um, so I honestly, I can see it being possible but that was the same thing that i thought too i was like whoa that was fast he really i was like wait that guy was damn <laughs> so i guess like slice and dice chop chop now is the portion of the movie where we talk about eye holes no about paul ws anderson okay so it is ws he's not using the ws in this one but it is him yes okay because this had a lot of him so it's Paul W.S. Anderson. Like like Fishburne runs from some shit exploding, jumps through a door as it closes. Oh, yeah, he does. And I think Mila Jovovich does that in every single Resident Evil movie, even the ones he didn't direct. The interesting thing is he didn't write this. So this okay. was written by a dude named Philip Eisner. But Paul W.S. Anderson directs this. This is his third movie. Ooh. He goes shopping. Mortal Kombat and Event Horizon. Oh, fuck. I forgot he did Mortal Kombat. So my question to you... Which I think also features a scene of someone running from an explosion and jumping through a near-closing door. You... uh, I think so. Johnny Cage when he blows up Scorpion? I think so. (laughs) I believe so. He runs and jumps when Scorpion explodes? I believe so. Um, So my question to you is... Is he the greatest... Anderson, Paul no. Anderson. Is he the greatest Paul Letter Anderson? <laughs> is he the greatest? I think we had this discussion on the Resident Evil series, and I said yes. Um, uh, <laughs> so his career, depending on your enjoyment of his movies, fantastic. It goes very downhill after Event Horizon because Event Horizon, for being like not a big critical success or a commercial success, it's got a cult following. Like this has become like a a very popular. It's because of the eye holes shit. Though. It's got to be. Like it definitely is, um, but yeah, he, no, no, I love this movie as a kid. Like I, I still he goes, enjoy it. He goes Soldier, Resident Evil, Whoa. Alien versus Predator, Death Race, Resident Evil Afterlife, The Three Musketeers, Resident Evil Retribution, Pompeii, Resident Evil: The Final Chapter, and now here we come, waiting for Monster Hunter. He did Pompeii. He oh, did he's Pompeii. doing Monster Hunter. He's doing Monster Hunter. No shit. You're gonna be shocked to hear that it stars Mila Jovovich. I know. I know. And was written and directed by him. Yeah. So he really it, loves adapting video games. Is it that he didn't write Event Horizon? Is that why it's so good? 
Because um, he didn't direct or he didn't write Mortal Kombat either. I don't think he wrote Resident Evil, did he? He wrote that script, yeah. He did? He was one of the writers, yeah. Oh, okay. Actually, sorry, he's the sole writing credit. Oh, wow. It's four producers, him is written by, and then based on the Capcom property, Resident Evil. I guess that would... The story alone, yeah. So it Well, seems- I've retracted the way I feel about Resident Evil. Soldier's dope. Did he write Soldier? Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell? No. He didn't? Nope. Because Soldier's pretty tight. I will. I haven't watched that in years, but a young Cameron is saying that's a dope movie. Yeah. Um, I can't attest to that now. In retrospect, it might be terrible. Who Speaking knows? Speaking of that, so you said right before we started recording that you did not enjoy Event Horizon this time around. It as was much. lackluster. What about it? What about a movie about a spaceship from hell? Could be lackluster for you. I don't think anyone's ever described a Paul W. S. Anderson movie as so lackluster. So I remembered it being creepier. And I remembered the blood orgy scene being more graphic and you actually seeing it for some reason. So it was that Mandela. I had a Mandela effect. You were like, yeah, you were like, uh, gotta see the, when's the blood orgy coming? Yeah. And then when I saw the blood orgy, I was like, oh shit, this is like watching it on a fucking Nintendo GameCube that they used to have at a fucking McDonald's. Like, you remember the GameCube setups they used to have at McDonald's? <laughs> yeah. And the play, yeah, it was like playing a game. It was like watching something on that. You're like, I can't see. Somebody obviously peed in the screen at some point. Nobody cleaned it off. Right. I can't see. Um, so, yeah, there was like that was a little like, oh, man, I remember this being brutal. Man, I really uh, wish this blood orgy was more going to have to knock the vivisection. I thought honestly was shot from a front facing perspective, not the side shot and covered in darkness. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot just a lot more in it that I remembered differently. And then when I saw it, it was like, oh, that was it. That's the effect of this movie, though. Is it's like yeah. you're like this thing is brutal. This thing is crazy. Seeing this thing it is... young, though, that's why. Because it really feels like you're seeing some crazy stuff because you know what you're supposed to be. Because I wasn't really allowed to see it when it was in theaters or rentable. When I saw it was when it was on HBO. Okay. And it was like I. So what I used to do is I would like sneak out in our front room late at night and like watch movies after hours while my parents were asleep, and I'd keep her like really low and sit close to the TV and shit, you know. <laughs> They'd of course wake up at some point because of the light, because um, we had a it was a a TV at the end of a room that the light blasted down a hallway. Of course, yeah. for which their door was at the end of that hallway. So it's like my dumbass was like, as long as I don't hear it, there's no way they'll be able to figure it out. Then they come out you and know, find you watching some horrible. There's things. that one thing that has an infinite amount of travel. And who, you know, doesn't really stop. Light. <laughs> light. <laughs> Just light. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, 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 you know, that I was up, sneaking it, sneaking around, turned on HBO. It was kicking up. I was like, all right, let's fucking do this. That's a good metaphor for, like, watching this movie. And I- then I was fucking, like, mortified. Because I was, like, maybe nine, ten-ish yeah, right? or so. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, that shit was like, whoa. And if you watch it like that, like you remember it now as like being this like crazy, scary movie. Yeah. And then you watch it again and you're like, okay, this is still pretty messed up, but it's yeah, not as it bad like, as I remember. Yeah. I definitely it's a little corny. Worse. It's kind of cheesy. Like, and I don't know if that's just because you run the, the experience of having seen so many more movies, like horror movies and stuff. Well, that when you go back and watch stuff from the 90s, that just seems not as like intense as some of the stuff you see now. Yeah. Also, another thing it suffers from and like 
I hate to use a sports example here for people who aren't sports fans, but it's like a like the movie's kind of a shitty team, but it has a really good quarterback and a really good running back. <laughs> but like everything else is horrible. Um, and that's Sam Neill and Lawrence Fishburne. Like they're trying, they're really putting their best acting foot forward. They really are. But everyone else in this movie is pure dog shit. I don't like know. really underselling, not really the overacting. Isn't it really overacting? Like everyone's really middle, right? Like there's just kind of a middling tone to everybody throughout the film. No one's really like hyper. Even when that woman falls off the thing and like she fucking explodes, it doesn't really seem like anyone's too broken up about her just dying and they just leave her there. Right. Um, or well, she's not discovered until later, until shit's like on and popping and really fucked up. That is, yeah, that yeah. is true. So, but it's also like, how, like I don't know. There was just a lot to it that Sam Neill, the way he turns, like it's just like it's never really played into. No, it does happen it just happens. quick. Yeah, it just happens, and like you don't understand. It's just basically he, like the ship uses his wife. Yeah, yeah. There's no explanation of how his wife died. Yeah, or what, like you, and it's uh, there's some there's certain things out there that I've either played or watched now. Like Dead Space, right? Dead Space is a really good version of this, um, where that's effectively like what it is. Like you open this portal to some fucking mutant hellscape, or this. Well, this cult opens this portal using this monolith to some weird right. hell portal thing that you get this call from your wife that has been stranded in, you know, out in the middle of space or whatever for X amount of time that you're like, I have to save her. Um, even Silent Hill 2, the game, like just these stories of kind of um supernatural presence that contacts someone through a lost loved one that they're still searching for mm-hmm. uh this was to me at a younger age was very interesting and now i was just kind of like i'm glad i was playing something while i watched this because if i'd fully paid attention to it i probably would have picked it apart like crazy so so being able to just like casually watch it while doing something else really helped i guess you could say with like this is a really great movie to get spooked out while making dinner. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. So I do have some of the trivia. Oh, this one's got some good ones. Oh yeah. Yeah, it does. This one's got some good ones. What kind of trivia has it got? So Paul W.S. Anderson's initial cut of the film ran two hours and 10 minutes and was graphically violent. And this is only hour 30, right? Yeah. It's like an hour 35. That, Oh, I thought it was longer too when I <laughs> yeah when I kicked it on I was like oh this is only hour 35 hour mm-hmm. 40 no shit I thought it was like two hours 15 minutes it says it was so violent that test audiences and the studio both did not like the finished product so they ordered him to cut the film by 30 minutes and tone down violence which he says is a decision he regrets because it was announced in 2012 that a full version of the film was found on VHS but Anderson revealed back in 2017 that due to poor archiving, the longer version of the movie just no longer exists because the tape that it was on was in such bad condition that it had to just be thrown away. Oh, okay. So there was like a two and a half hour brutal director's cut version of this. Yeah. Which would have been probably pretty sweet. Or it would have just been two two hour plus nightmare fuel. 
I don't know. I can't imagine young that me blood, I need it. a longer blood orgy scene. So the spacesuits worn by the actors weighed 65 pounds. Jesus each. Christ, really? Lawrence Fishburne nicknamed his Doris. And due to the weight, standing upright in them for longer periods could lead to permanent back injury. Holy but shit. because of the backpack stuff that they had to have, they couldn't sit down in it. So the crew designed special hanging poles on the set that they could just rest on between takes. Wow. I don't think I could do sixty five minute sixty five pound thing and like run through a spaceship set and move around and stuff. Like No. Sounds really bad. Yeah. Uh PWS Anderson, Paul W. S. Anderson had just done the PG thirteen movie Mortal Kombat. So he was very keen to do something more mature and gruesome. Because of this, he turned down the chance to direct a movie to make Event Horizon. Do you want to know what that movie was? The Matrix. X Men. Oh, that would make watching X-Men a lot better. The, it's uh, hard to enjoy that movie now. Yeah, it's very hard to enjoy that movie now. The uh, first cut of this movie so got a NC-17 rating. I don't know why I guessed Matrix. That was written and directed by, by the Wachowskis. Wachowskis. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, sisters, so, sisters, right? They're, yeah, they're, they're sisters, sisters now. Yeah, okay. They were going to be... Uh, or yes. is I, I think one's like non-binary, so it's just like the Wachowski siblings. I don't know. I, I don't think we need to get on the yeah, I'm not sure specifics either. of that. Let's see. There's a, There was another thing I just wrote, too. Or I just read, sorry. So the first draft of the script involved an alien infestation on, this, on the ship. Oh. When director Paul W.S. Anderson was approached, he said he liked the haunted house in space concept, but he had the source of evil changed from aliens to something more supernatural. That's cool. Makes sense. Which is kind of smart. Yeah. When when writer Philip Eisner visited the set while f- while filming the spacesuit sequences, the suits were so heavy that the actors risked back injuries, as I said. So Lawrence Fishburne saw Philip Eisner, the writer on the set, and stopped mid-take and screamed, you, you, Eisner, you did this to me. But it said he was mock angrily. So that's good, at least. Uh. Uh, we did not get a Paul W.S. Anderson Mortal Kombat sequel because of this movie. Oh, so we got the even more brilliant uh, Annihilation. That is true. So I think I'm fine with that. Um, ooh, here we go. Ooh, 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 spooky. There were uh, three actors considered for the role of Captain Miller, which is uh, Larry Fishburne's role. Oh, really? Do you want to uh, take a stab at who the? All three of these. I don't think Sterling K. Brown was around then, so... I will give you a hint. None of them are black. Oh, really? And it would make this movie a thousand times different. I would have loved... Liam Neeson. No. You're close. Colin Firth. No. That would be wild. Danny Trejo. No. Bruce Willis. (laughs) Jesus Christ. They're like, oh, it's a movie in the 90s? Let's call Bruce Willis. (laughs) What's Bruno up to? Tommy Lee Jones. Oh fuck! That that would have really made this a fucking snore fest. I would love to hear Tommy Lee Jones say things like, "Now the portal <laughs> to hell has been opened, and these things are are showing us some of our bad biggest, guy at Astra." Tommy Lee Jones, our biggest fears, uh, and we're gonna confront these fears. I don't know. That's, and then the was last, that is that your Tommy Lee Jones? Impression? It's it's I'm workshopping it. It's workshopping not, it. It's just you with like a, a twang, a slight cadence or yeah. a twang. And the last one, Arnold Schwarzenegger. No. 
Yeah, I'm reading it. I'm no. looking right at it. Arnold Schwarzenegger no. is Captain Miller. No, he wasn't. How did they beat the ship? Uh, Arnold shot it a bunch? No, he wasn't <laughs> considered. Don't even. No, I'm looking right at it. It says Arnold Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis, and Tommy Lee Jones were approached to play Captain Miller. I believe the other two. I do not believe the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. For Jason Isaac's death scene, the plan was originally for his entrails to still be attached as he hung over them. Isaacs was then supposed to raise his head, showing he was still alive, which would then prompt Lawrence Fishburne's character to shoot him and put him out of his misery. And I guess that probably would have gotten them an even harder R NC-17. Oh, probably. <laughs> For his final scene, Sam Neill would come into the studio at 3 a.m. and spend seven to eight hours in makeup, getting all the scars in there. Because he's just like, at that point, he's naked, right? Yes. He's like naked, covered in scars yes. and eyeless. Yeah, at the end, yeah. It, yeah. By the way, don't put your fucking feet on my couch with your shoes on. I would come over to your house and put my fucking feet on your couch with my goddamn shoes on. Eh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. That's really it. There's a huge detailed. It goes into detail on the um, deleted scenes and like the stuff that wasn't included. But it's like a lot, and it's just a chunk of text. So I'm not gonna just sit here and read all that. <laughs> read it all, yeah, right? Please. Can you imagine? Um, and then I guess the last thing is uh, the end of this movie, like the weird ending. So. But it cuts at, does it stop after they open it and it's his face? No, it does. You get a little bit more, but it goes. So, so Captain Miller, Lawrence Fishburne helps save the day. And the, the main girl and Cooper are, uh, are being saved. They're being rescued. And it like, it shows that like time has, has, has elapsed and has gone on and they're being rescued. And one of the rescue men takes off his helmet and is revealed to be Sam Neill. And she's, of course, having a vision and she freaks out and like it snaps back to her screaming. And Cooper's like, hey, it's OK. It's OK. We're safe now. And she goes like, huh? Credits. <laughs> like, it's just such an abrupt. moment. Yeah. Aren't they still on the ship, though? They're still in the ship. They're not pulled off by any re- like the rescuers are there. But. You don't it see backs it. out and the door closes from on the port on the the uh, the the sphere room. Right. Yeah. And it's just odd. It's just an odd odd choice to end it like so abruptly. Yeah. And it makes me wonder if there's more to it. If there's more to the ending. If there was supposed to be more or or they're just stuck in a loop and those <laughs> people that are there to rescue them are just gonna suffer the same fate. That is true. I could see it. The door closing behind them. Why do you think there was never a sequel to that? Like, if, if Event Horizon Well, you came said it wasn't critically accepted, nor did it, was it a box office success. But, like, now is like a cult classic, and with all the things that people revise and redo. Uh, I could see maybe a reboot, sure. I would Or, like, a reimagining, but Netflix. I can't imagine there's going to be a sequel. I could see a Netflix series. Maybe. Where it's like you go into each character's background and stuff and like why the ship is affecting them that way. Yeah. I think the better thing is to just get the rights for a Dead Space movie and make that. Yeah, probably. Because it's a far more superior story. It's basically the same story, but far more superior and interest more interesting. That's fair enough. Not to get into the video game realm shit, but yeah, geez. Dead Space does this movie a lot better. And you get to play it, too. Nope, it's all cinematic. So you, you just, just watch the whole thing. sit there and watch it. <laughs> But would you recommend this? Absolutely, yeah. 100%.
You sound thrilled. Uh, no, no, I would. Like, if you want some, if you want some cheeky fun to scare you while you're making dinner or playing video games, yeah, and not fully invested, or something where you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Give you a few chuckles of disturbing imagery. I don't know. Well, you want the longer blood orgy, so we should just. Your yeah, dude, I, that was. I was just. I wanted a longer blood orgy. I the the scene where his entrails are still hanging out of him and he's still alive that sounds a lot better than the scene i got um yeah more blood orgy uh, it would also like make up a bit of the like hey how did they how did he do this this fast i feel like if they did this nowadays the whole sam neil ass naked no eye scene is a lot more indulgent and a lot more penis in that scene maybe you don't get any dick but like i could definitely see that scene nowadays being like He's like doing the Joker dance, you know, when he dances in the in the in the uh, abandoned in the bathroom in the bathroom. Clinic. Yeah, yeah, it's like that, but he's naked and he's eyeless, and he's just like, "I'm fucking gonna kill you." <laughs> I think it would have been better if they just didn't. I can see now. <laughs> if like, what if like the whole we're going crazy thing was a subplot that just got cut entirely? So one point you see the movie and he's like totally cool trying to navigate the ship. Then he disappears for like 20 minutes while they try to solve the let's get out of here problem. Cut back to him and he's just naked covered in scars with his eyes ripped out of his head. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't holding know. them in his hand. Because I would have liked them to react to that more. Well, Larry, again, another thing that Larry Fishburne's like. What did you do to yourself, man? That's what I'm saying. Like, like he's not he's not like, what the fuck did you do? He's like, what did you do to yourself? Like, everything is so, like... What have you done? Even keel. It, well, that's Larry F. Yeah, he's cool under pressure. I don't know. When he's laying into fucking uh, Cuba Gooding Jr., Boys in the Hood. That's true. He's not very even keel then. But, I mean, here, like, that's the type of captain I want. taking motherfuckers out and hoodlum not very even keel then. that's the kind of that's the kind of captain i would want though if i was in space on a mission to rescue a ship from hell give me give me calm cool collected like obviously Leo, lawrence fishburne has seen some shit if he's like oh we're Which, eyes covered in scars eyes ripped out hey crew we got this i want to know why he isn't back for the matrix four i do too that one really like confounds me did it conflict with john wick I don't know. Because he seems to be really enjoying John Wick. Well, no, it couldn't conflict with John Wick because the main fucking character oh, of it is also is literally John Wick. Um, so, no. Huh. Like, it's weird. Did, has he said any anti-trans stuff in the past? I don't think so. Okay. Because I was, like, kind of what I... Really wanted to see? Or, oh, what you thought? Thought. Was he had said But I didn't find stuff? anything. Like, yeah. maybe that it was just, like, washed from the internet or something, but... I that was the only thing I could think of, other than maybe they just didn't get along on set and they don't want to bring because it's like Trinity fucking dies, right? And this whole movie is about I guess bringing back or like finding Trinity and bringing back Trinity or some shit like that. From what I can gather, just from the synopsis, I think that's on the IMDb and just the screens from what they've shown that was filmed right. so far. Because Trinity dies, <laughs> so Spoiler, yeah. Um, I'll bet you they do something like it might just be something where they're not saying he's back. Yeah. Well, no. He the interview that he said that, and in, it sounded like he was like, it seemed like he was like hurt. 
Hmm. He's like, I wasn't asked back, but you know, good luck to them. I really don't know. That's yeah. really interesting. So, but uh, yeah, no, it's spooky. It's spooky, and uh, it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, if you want your your fill of some weird, spooky R-rated horror. Yeah, underwhelming blood orgy. You're not gonna get the full blood orgy you want. Thank or you guys I guess for listening. It's the blood orgy you deserve. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Afterbrew. You can shoot us an email at themoviemailbag at gmail.com or comment, send a DM, anything like that. Uh, let us know your favorite horror movies, like the the ones that are must-watch on your list. We'll try to get to all of them that we can. Uh, I say that, but we haven't gotten any yet, so it's not like we have a giant list of movies to, to plow through and go over. So Yeah. So send them. We'll I don't more even than, know why we still say that. We'll more than likely get to them because one day someone's going to send something and it's going to be beautiful. Yeah, be like, man, I'm glad we kept saying that for this. Or it's going to be ricin in a package. One of the two. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) So, so yeah, let us know your your go to horror movies. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Don't send us ricin, please. Or any biological weapons, for that matter. And uh, or shit. Don't don't send us poop. I just I can't get over not knowing the Latin translation. I like you're the Latin guy. He really biffed it. <laughs> like, like he really biffed. You're the Latin guy. Yeah. Like ah, uh, it just like sitting here. That's like one of your. It. You come to the forefront, and I'm like, oh, I know this. That sounds like he's saying. Say yeah. This. Yeah. He's like, oh, I got it. I got it. Oh, cool. All right. It's not like one of those like, well, I don't know. I mean, I only took a course in college, but it I can sounds help. Like he could be saying, yeah. but no. It's not like Evil Dead where they're like. Oh, what the fuck is this? Uh, Fuck it. Turn it on. Yeah. He's like, (laughs) he's just like, oh, they're saying save us. This is evil dead in space. Almost. Yeah. I'm just realizing that. (laughs) Because you never really see the entity or what it is. We just erase this whole episode and do it again. Yeah. Talking about evil dead. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is evil dead. It's like you never see the entity. It's kind of, it doesn't like travel the same way, but it does kind of possess things and show you kind of weird terrifying oh, so i always things. just assumed the ship became a extension of hell yes. i don't think there's an entity i think it's just it's literal hell well i think that i feel like there has to be some sort of de- it has to be like one of the demons is set up shop effectively because yeah. i think like to me when i think of hell i do kind of think it of it in the sense of like welcome to hell if you've ever seen that show mm-hmm. where there's probably departments and certain demons are running certain departments like there's the spiders in your ears and mouth and eyes department you know and like that's jen you know she runs that department it just runs like the dmv like, did you get that form yeah you, that's literally the premise of the show no, welcome yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're oh no i'm sorry your pretty face is going to hell I don't know how I messed up that goddamn title, but the title of the show is Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. And that's about how I imagine uh, hell is a, like a call center. So I guess if you ever have to uh, translate Latin, make sure you know what you're saying. If you have to translate anything that deals with any type of opening a dimension, a portal, a um, any type of thing of that nature, a seance. Just get out of there. Just don't. Just don't do it. Just don't say the words don't read from the book that's made from human skin and a face like don't do that stuff i don't i saw if i saw a book with a human face bit for its for its binding i'd be like i'm not first i'm not gonna open that 
if I'm in this demon ship that has literally blood splattered all over the fucking walls, I'm probably not going to start being like, hey, A, let's turn on the engine that got us here that we don't know what it really does. Hey, we should see if this still works. That the inventor of it and creator is like, well, it's kind of an, un- it's not a perfect science. <laughs> like Sam Neill throughout this is like, well, it's not a perfect science. It's ish. We're, yeah. Like it's, it's iffy. It's supposed to get you there. He does but... the whole like, well, imagine this side of the paper is right. And you pokes the hole through and he's like, well, we are passing through this. And it's like, this is hell. The middle. So kind of missed that part, buddy. So, Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No, I, I'm done. Thank you guys. And another thing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>